You know, life has never looked so uncertain as it does right now. Across the U.S., people are being paralyzed into indecision, humming and hawing about everything. Feeling flustered and shutting down. Avoiding that issue. The money one. But bleak as it might look, there may be a silver or even a gold lining. If you were for years before COVID, you could have a 401k sitting around gathering dust or even an old IRA we could help with. Working for your old company when it could be working for you. We're not talking peanuts either. Some plans have thousands of dollars in them. To find out more about unlocking your hidden treasure, call the team at Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. And if that's not incentive enough, Noble Gold is giving away the U.S. Mint's own solid silver 5-ounce $1 Apollo 11 moon landing coin with each qualifying gold or silver IRA. So it's worth jumping on the phone and calling 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's talk about it. Hello, everybody. Will Johnson, UniteAmericaFirst.com. I want to thank you for joining me this evening. Sunday evening. Okay, we're going to talk more about the identity politics. Why are we going to talk about the identity politics, you ask? Well, because the left keep trying to push this racial division onto America. Right now, Joe Biden is still in the news. The Democrats are still trying to play damage control about what took place with his uh, interview with Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club. Now, the Democrats are trying to make sure that black people don't leave the Democrat party. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. And I may, I may open up some, I may open up the phone lines a little bit later on, but right now uh, I want to talk about why we are here and what you think the Democrats ultimate goal here, because you know, the Democrats are trying to act like they're for the American people. And they say they're for black people Right. They say that all the time. Right. They say that all the time. But they're starting to recognize exactly how much the Democrat Party is for black people. That much. I'm going to say it out loud. You hear it? That's how much they're for. The Democrats don't care about white people, black people, brown people, Asian people. They don't care about anyone. They care about power. They care about who they can control and they care about bringing their demonic agenda onto the rest of us. That is their goal. That's the main thing that they've been wanting to do. That's the main thing they've been trying to do. And a lot of people are starting to see it and a lot of people starting to recognize it. Anyways, I'm riding alone tonight. solo, just me like the old days, just me, just me. You're getting me tonight. So, I will be as much as possible checking out the different channels. We're live on dlive.tv forward slash UAFN. We're live on dlive.tv forward slash UAFN. And we're live on YouTube, of course. Um, I'm, I'm guessing we're live on there because it still looks like it's acting a little weird. And we are live on Facebook. And tonight, for the first time, I'm live Oh, I'm sorry. And we're live on brain uh, range broadcasting rainbroadcasting.com. And for the first time tonight, we're live on Orbis Orbis.net live for the first time on Orbis.net from the broadcast. Okay. So 
the Democrats. Now, I have a video that I want to play for you. And uh, if you look at the title of this video, Joe Biden looks like they're trying to strong arm Joe Biden into picking his VP pick. Right. Like Joe Biden had better pick a black woman as if only the black only a black woman has the qualification. And, you know, what? they don't even care about if the black woman has the qualifications or not. He just needs to pick someone black. Mm, T. To them, they just he just need to pick someone black. That's what they're saying. They can care less about the rest. They don't need the qualifications. Nothing. He just needs to pick a black woman. Now, you know, I've heard Michelle Obama, of course, that they're 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 running that name around there. Uh, What's it? um, uh, Stacey, Stacey Abrams. They're running her name around there. And of course, Camilla Harris, which I don't really think that Camilla Harris is considered black, but because her complexion, they consider her black. Right. I think that's how it works. But anyways, the one that Joe Biden has really been looking at, to my understanding, is Amy Klobuchar. She's not black. So with uh, and Charlemagne was on CNN saying basically after what happened on his broadcast that Joe Biden had better pick a black woman. And then you, so the question comes into play. Let's just say Joe Biden doesn't allow them to strong arm him and picking and selecting a black woman as a VP. What's going to happen? What do you think they're going to do? Are they going to all of a sudden start voting for Trump? Right? Because right now they're telling Charlemagne to stop talking about it. The left is, a lot of black people don't want him to talk about it anymore. A lot of black people want him to be hush hush. And that's part of the reason why I'm talking about it because the left don't want him to talk about it. The left is trying to get everybody else to stop talking about it. So people will stop. So people will stop remembering it or stop. Or so people will forget about it because we have so much going on. People forget stuff pretty quick. I understand. I get it. I do it too. We all do it. We have so many distractions in front of us right now. The main thing they want people to concentrate on is the CCP virus. That's the main thing they want people to concentrate on and for you to stay at home and like and like yourself in uh, or I guess you call it house arrest. That's the main thing. That's the main reason why they're doing that. OK, so with that said, you have Obama, Michelle Obama, all of them probably wanting Joe Biden to select a black female. All right. So let me, let me get to some of this clip here. I'm not going to play all of this, but I want you to hear a lot of this, what they're talking about in this video about how they're, you know, wanting to get a black female on the ticket and how they really believe that if he doesn't pick a black female, what's going to happen. This, this is the part that's kind of should be disturbing to everybody. Okay. This is the part that should be really disturbing to everybody. All right, here it is. This is on the MSDNC, MSDNC, where they're talking about the incident or the interview with Joe Biden. I'm good. I'm good. Um, So, you know, I don't know if you were able to hear Kareem. We had a little bit of an audio problem toward the end. But, you know, I want to, first of all, congratulate you on the interview. The interview, you know, people are talking about that last bit of it. Uh, that's the part that went viral. But the substance of the interview was really solid. You you had very blunt questions for Vice President Biden. They were about substance. They were about what you want to see for the community. Actually, I don't 
when I watched the video, I don't ever recall him actually getting to substance. He asked Joe Biden. The main thing he asked Joe Biden, if you want to call it substance, is that what's he going to do for the black community? You know, what are you going to do for me? I'm black. What are you going to do for me? Because we've been been loyal to you for for, you know, over 60 years now. And yet we have yet to receive anything from you. Your listeners, um, I'm sure, give you lots and lots of feedback about what it is that they want from this man. What 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 are people telling you that they want him to do? Uh, Some really major policy commitments for the black community, uh, mainly in the form of economic justice. So we can, you know, tip the scales on some of this wealth inequality in America. Um, I do hear a lot of people say, you know, we also want him to have a black woman running mate, you know, but not just any black woman running mate, one that's going to actually, you know, get in office and care that black people benefit from her presence there. You know, we need substance and significance over symbolism. Oh, wait a minute. He just said we need substance over symbolism. So is he saying that Obama was symbolism? I mean, I mean, that's basically what he's saying. That Obama, because Obama, I mean, we all have to admit it here. Obama did what for the black community? Nothing. Just Obama kept the torch going for the Democrat Party. Obama kept it going. Say you're going to do something for the black community and do nothing. And right now, the main reason why I believe that they're constantly talking about getting Joe Biden to do something for the dip for the black community, because President Trump has. President Trump has done more positive things for the black community and they want someone to do what President Trump is doing. Why? Because the Democrat Party is supposedly the party for black people. But that's not the case. That's not what's taking place here. He's already committed to putting the black woman on the Supreme Court. So I just want him and the Democratic Party to know that it's time to give back to the black community in a very tangible way. But I, I can say that, you know, the major the major point that I'm hearing about is just, you know, economic justice, some form of economic justice, economic justice, economic justice. I mean, seriously, what more do black people need? I mean, if you think about it, just just seriously. We've had a black president. There's black people that's in positions of high power. There's filthy rich black people in the country. There's a lot of black people that have actually rose to the occasion and made something of themselves and, and they're, and they're very successful. Now you can't imagine, you can't expect because black people don't want to get off, off the couch and, and don't do anything that they should just be handed out something. No. Not at all. And, um, let me play the apology that um, Joe Biden gave. He he got on a call with black business leaders and apologized for the comment that he made at the end of your show. Uh, let me let you listen to that. The last thing I want to do, and I shouldn't have been such a wise guy. I shouldn't have been so cavalier in responding to what I thought was. Uh, anyway, it, it was I don't take it for granted at all. And no one, no one should have to vote for any party based on their race, their religion, their background. Do you do you think there's a risk that not just Joe Biden, but the Democratic Party in general just takes for granted that, well, the black, the, you know, the black people are with us, so we don't really have to give them anything else. They're going to vote for us regardless. Look, they voted for Joe Biden in overwhelming numbers, six in 10 black voters, particularly in southern states. They all voted for Joe Biden. We don't need to offer anything more. Do you worry that that is the attitude that Democrats are taking toward the black community? Oh. 
They've always taken that attitude. These two black people on the screen right here, they know for a fact that is exactly what the Democrat Party has been doing for over, for year after year after year. You had Elizabeth Warren, of all people, go on stage, a white woman, a white woman that wants to be an Indian, go on stage during the National Democrat debate and straight up say that the Democrat Party only goes to the black community every two to four years. They make all these empty promises and never come back and fulfill any of them. Elizabeth Warren called it out. That's why Elizabeth Warren is nowhere to be found on the, for the ticket any longer because that ruined her pathway. She was trying, she was doing as far as the rest of the nutty Democrats, she was doing good, but they knocked her, they got rid of her when she went on stage and said that. This is exactly it. And these two black people know this for a fact, but yet they don't want to let go of some of, of a, a group that has been doing this to black people. And yet they're all about the blackness. I mean, I, I know that's the attitude, you know, I mean, that's why I don't even care about the, the words and the lip service and the apology is cool. But the best apology is actually a black agenda. You know, they got to make some real policy commitments to black people. We got to stop back and like, the fact that blacks are overrepresented in America when it comes to welfare, poverty, unemployment, homelessness, drug addiction, crime, coronavirus, like that's no accident. Like the whole function of systemic racism is to marginalize black people. And as the great Dr. Claude Anderson says in the book Powernomics, white society has an out of sight, out of mind attitude about racism. And they don't like to have any discussions of substance about systemic racism. So when you have black people who have the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated gall to act like citizens and demand something of our votes, it's a problem. It's it's like you got, you know, whites telling telling us to stay in our place and you got black people saying, oh, stop. Now is not the time. You're going to get Trump reelected. It has to come. Did you hear him? Did you hear him? I'm going to rewind it back just a little bit. Talking about white people saying that black people need to stay in their place. They know this is the Democrat Party. Come on. They know for a fact that this is the party that they're supporting, but yet they still continue to support them. I don't get it. I don't understand. Seriously. Any rational thinking person would know better. All right. You would think. Listen, listen to them. Citizens and demand something of our votes. It's a problem. It's like you got, you know, whites telling telling us to stay in our place and you got black people saying, oh, stop. Now is not the time. You're going to get Trump reelected. It has to come to a point where we stop putting the burden on black voters to show up for Democrats and start putting the burden on Democrats to show up for black voters. And what you just said, that is a lot of what I'm hearing of, of, of even African-Americans saying, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say those things because it might uh, hurt the chances of beating Donald Trump. Uh, and, and this question. Exactly. See, I talked about that in my when I first started tonight. I talked about that very thing where they're saying telling black people don't talk about this anymore because you're going to uh, other black people will start thinking and they might just possibly vote for Trump. Because black people might start thinking that they're supporting a party that's been um, putting black people under the boot for the longest. We don't want people to think about that. I'm going to rewind that part, too, because you need to hear it, especially anyone black. You need to hear it because that's exactly what they're saying here. Why are you supporting a party that is deliberately doing this to black people? You complain about the Republican Party, but the Republican Party is not the one that's doing it to black people. 
the the black people and the white people that are in the Democrat Party, they complain about the Republican Party, about the things that the Democrat Party do themselves. Does that make any sense? So, said Listen. that is a lot of what I'm hearing of, of, of even African-Americans saying, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say those things because it might uh, hurt the chances of beating <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, and, and this question gets asked to me a lot. And so I'll ask the question to you. What if uh, Joe Biden says, nope, I'm picking Amy Klobuchar. She's my running mate. OK, now this comes to the gist of this broadcast. Now, is Joe Biden going to be strong armed in selecting a black woman for his VP? Because everyone knows that Biden right now was looking at Kobachar. I mean, at least that's what they're telling Biden to do. Right. Because Biden, he doesn't have it all up there. I mean, seriously, what they're doing to Biden, my personal opinion is should be uh, criminalized because it's, it's, it's elder expute. Uh, how do you say it? elder? Elder abuse, elder, elderly abuse. That's exactly what they're doing to Joe Biden. It's elderly abuse. They should let that man rest. They should let that man go off and just watch it, whatever he wants, you know, price is right or whatever it is he likes to watch. I mean, seriously, this is, this is, this is, this is a little too much. Joe Biden is not all there and they know it. But see, I think that's the reason why they want a black woman, because they want a black woman to be president, because whoever Joe Biden picks more likely is going to become president. So it's going to be a woman, but they want it to be president. With that said, Joe Biden ain't ever going to make it in the first place. Then what? Then what do you do? Well, uh, on top of possible Russian interference and voter suppression, Dems have to worry about voter depression. And that's people staying home on Election Day because they just aren't enthused by the candidate. You know, you can't act like this is the most important election ever, but run a campaign from your basement and, you know, not make some real you know, policy commitments to the black community, you know, not 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 listen to some of the demands that the black community are making. You know, I think, you know, people are sitting around hoping that Trump loses instead of going out there and actually beating him. He has to do something that energizes his campaign that, you know, brings some. See, see, this this is the main thing that I'm constantly talking about, that we have to do our part because he's basically telling black people that want to stay on the Democrat plantation. If you want to stay on the plantation, if you want to stay under the boot of the Democrat party, you got to get out and go vote for these Democrats. Because if you, if you want, if you want it to where you have to go get a job, if you want it to where they're going to make it to where you can stand on your own two feet, if, or if, if you don't, if you want it to where, yeah, if you, if you have to vote them out, you have to vote president Trump out, Right. If you want to, if you don't want to have to stand on your own feet, if you don't want to, if you want to, if you don't want a job, if you do not want a job, you have to vote President Trump out because, see, they're expecting the government to take care of you. That's what all this comes down to. The Democrat, the Democrat Party is never taking care of the black community unless you want to talk about the projects in the ghettos. But listen, listen, he goes on actual enthusiasm to his campaign. So those 4.4 million Obama voters who, you know, stayed home in 2016, more than a third of them black, you know, don't do that this year. You, you got to make them come out. You, the interview um, was cut short. You could hear the audio of uh, one of the campaign staffers saying, well, we have to we have to end now that uh, the former vice. OK, so he's about to get into questions that he asked. um what he wanted to ask Joe Biden, because, you know, one of the questions he asked was about the, the marijuana and he was able to get that in. 
But see, this is the type of person that is looking for reparations. They're still looking for reparations. When none of the, not, these two black people on the screen, none of them have, were here during slavery. That none of them were actually in, in a slave camp. None of them, none of them was on a slave plantation. They're on a virtual plantation today, but they don't want to go away because, you know, their master has been really good to them, supposedly. President has to do another Listen. interview. You said you had more questions. What else did you want to ask him? I'm going to let you get your questions out now. Oh, that's good. I actually have a couple of them right here. Um, I wanted to ask him about reparations because, you know, uh, in his black agenda to lift every voice, uh, he committed to studying reparations. And, you know, I just wanted to ask him what does reparations, you know, for black people look like to him and what is he prepared to do, you know, based on that study, you know? Um, okay. Enough of that. Enough of that. See, if you, how is this not a problem? The Democrats they're using black people for their own sinister agenda. They're getting black people to think because reparation comes back to money. Give me, give me, give me. That's what it comes down to. Give me, give me, give me. I want, I want, I want. What are you going to do for me? What do you, what, what do I get out of it? That's what it comes down to for reparations. The best thing you can do for people. And this is a, it's an analogy that many of you have heard. You teach a man how to fish, he'll eat for life, right? But see, the Democrats, they don't want to teach you how to fish. They want to teach you to sit there and wait for a handout. That's exactly what the Democrat Party is all about. They don't do the opposite. Give me an example when Obama was in office, how they helped the black community. I like to see it. Just one. Just one. What positive thing came out? He, Charlemagne, even said himself. Throwing Obama under the bus that Obama was basically a symbol. He wants a black woman to come in and be VP to actually do something for the black community. What about you just get a VP that's going to come in and do something for the American people? Why do you always have to use someone's complexion to divide or because they're black? They need special attention. This dude, Charlemagne, has a very successful podcast. Him and two other people. What more does he want? What more does he need? Is I mean, it's almost like the agenda of the Democrat Party and they can't let it go. They can't stop it. And all of this that is happening right now is to try to make sure that you as a black person do not leave the plantation. Do not vote for Trump. That is their motto. That is their game right now. They don't want you to start voting for Trump. They don't want you to think about what the Democrat Party has been doing to people. It's really that simple. That's what it comes down to. And it's like, okay, um, yeah, we're not supposed to be talking about that. Stop talking about it because black people will start thinking. And we can't have black people thinking because if you have black people thinking, it becomes a problem. See, President Trump, he doesn't need the black vote to win. The Democrats do. You understand that? The Democrats need the black vote to win. President Trump doesn't. So if President Trump doesn't need the black vote to win, but yet he's getting thousands upon thousands, if not millions of black people to start supporting him, 
What does that say for the Democrat Party? What does that do for the Democrat Party? They're not happy about it. And what Joe Biden did here, personally, I hope it just ultimately crushed the Democrat Party. I hope this just finished the Democrat Party. I hope the Democrat Party is done. Seriously, they need to be done. I guess the bad thing about that, if the Democrat Party is done, what's going to come next? Because, you know, that the, the left, they're not going to stop. Maybe they'll just come full on with the Socialist Party, Bernie Sanders. Maybe that would be the goal. Maybe that would be their goal. OK, so now talking about Joe Biden being strong armed about which woman he's want to pick. Right. And I mentioned this earlier. Klobuchar is look as of right now. It looks like Klobuchar is the one that he's going to go with. But they're still pressing Biden, especially after this Breakfast Club interview, that he better select a black woman or else or else what? You know, if you work for a company for years before COVID came along and they let you go, you might have left some treasure behind. Your old 401 or IRA could be worth thousands and it's still working for the firm, not you. So if you're a bit uncertain about what the future holds right now, you should call the team at Noble Gold, 877-646-5347. And if that's not sensitive enough, with each qualified IRA, you'll get a solid silver five ounce Apollo coin free. So it's worth jumping on the phone right now and calling 877-646-5347. That is 877-646-5347. You're going to stay at home and don't vote? And then you're going to call it voter suppression? Oh, that's what you'll call it. The bad Republicans wouldn't let us vote. Even though I could have just got in my vehicle with my driver license and gone down to the voter booth. But the bad Republican, the bad white Republican won't let me vote. Really? When it's the Republicans that want to make sure that your vote counts. Right? Right? The Democrats don't want your vote to count, especially if you're not voting for their sinister agenda. Now, like I said, Klobuchar looked like he's going to go with her. But the Democrats, these black people, black activists, the left, the black leftists, they they're really pushed pressure in Joe Biden to pick a black woman so that they can. So the black woman can do stuff specifically for the black community. I mean, seriously. Just do something for the American people. If they stop doing that, then maybe people start looking at them and say, okay, they might be valuable here. I mean, you know, valid reason to vote for them. No. Never vote for a Democrat. So I have something that I want to play for you. And this video comes from from Mark Dice. Have you ever heard of Mark Dice? I mean, come on. Mark Dice, he did this beautiful video, and I have to play just a little small segment of it. So I'm going to ask everyone that knows who Mark Dice is and you watch this video, please go over to Mark Dice and say, hey, Will, played your video and tell him Will said thank you. Please, can you do that for me? I'm going to play this video for you. You have to listen to the way he introduced this video and he talks about Stacey Abram. And because Mark Dice, is he's brilliant. I mean, he's so awesome. It's so awesome. And, he, and I love the way he, he I love his view on it, the way he captures it. But just check this out. Check this out. This is absolutely wonderful. Mark Dice. Thank you, Mark Dice, for doing this. Check it out. Failed Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams is doing something that's never been done before in politics. She's running for vice president. 
Of course, old Joe hasn't picked a running mate yet, and it's not even entirely clear that he'll even be the Democrat nominee, but that's a different story. She has literally been doing a media tour telling anyone who will listen that Joe Biden better pick her. And during old Joe's virtual town hall on MSNBC, she thought the big announcement was about to be made. But take a close look at her face when she realizes that Joe just wants the super PAC that she started to help his campaign. I mean, this is beautiful. Check it out. Sorry to stop it, but you got it. You got to pay attention to this. I want to begin this with a question to Joe Biden, because uh, Stacey Abrams is here because Joe Biden invited Stacey Abrams to be here. Uh, and so. uh Mr. Vice President, uh, do you have an announcement to make? Uh, is this an audition? Is there, uh, what is the reason? Yeah, man, she's just chuckling it up right there. She's like, yes, Joe Biden asked me to be here. Joe Biden asked me to be here. A black woman. Joe Biden asked me to be here. And he's right there like, do you have an announcement to make? Are you about to tell us something here? Reason that, that you decided it's time for me to get on TV with Stacey Abrams. Well, because Stacey Abrams has done more to deal with uh, the fair vote and making sure there is a fair vote than anybody. And she's, she has a great, great capacity to explain things and to lay out exactly why it's going to be so critical. <laughs> it's starting to dawn on her. This like, the smile is starting to fade. When they put in oh, the stimulus package the Congress first passed money to provide for mail-in oh, ballots. She just wants he to already start said, crying. I'm not for that. Look if we do that, we'll ne- no oh, Republican no. will win or Her something to that effect. Rushed. He's made it clear. Live, this here. is a guy who said he wants to <laughs> defund the post office from being able to deliver oh, ballots. I mean, no. So Stacey oh, knows what she's was. doing. There's the sniffle. And, uh, <laughs> and she's an incredibly capable person. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Dice. Oh, man. Dude, <laughs> she was like, yes, yes, she's about to say I'm VP. <laughs> and it went from a smile to a frown. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they, they're really trying to strong arm Joe Biden into selecting a black female or black woman to be the VP. Is Joe Biden going to fall for it? Is Joe Biden going to go for it? So what's going to happen when uh, Joe Biden picks a white woman to be his VP, Amy Klobuchar? I mean, I mean, I don't know if he's actually going to pick her or not, but if he does pick her, are they going to be happy? This should, it'd be, it'd be another slap in the face of reality to the Democrats, to the black people that support the Democrats, even the white people that support the Democrats. I, for anyone who supports the Democrats, I don't know why anyone would still support the Democrat party. It baffles me. We all know the stance. We all know the position of the Democrat party, but yet people still support the Democrat party thinking that there's something positive coming from them. I'm still at a loss on that. I don't get it. Do you get it? I mean, seriously, I really don't get it. The Democrats have been doing this for over 60 years. And the reason why I say 60 years, well, it's been over 60 years. But the the main thing is 60 years because of LBJ, which you've all heard the story, how LBJ said that he'll have every N-word voting Democrat within 200 years. But he did it in 60. Because as of today, you have the Democrats knowing 
with the, you have black people knowing what the Democrats are, have done to the black community and they still support them. It's, it's like this. If we knew for a fact that Trump was going out doing what he did, or if Trump actually for a fact went out doing what the Democrats said he was doing towards black people, would black people support him? Probably would. They support the Democrats, right? I mean, seriously, we know Democrats are completely corrupt, but the black people still for, for Democrats. But in this case, if it was President Trump, they would tell everyone not to support him because he's racist. See, Joe Biden, he's not considered racist. Why? Because he's a he's an old white man, which, you know, they always say that old white men are racist. But Joe Biden's not racist because he's the man in the white in the big house. He's the white man in the big house that these black Democrats are looking up to. Even though he's not all there. They're still giving him a pass. They're still giving him a pass. And you have to wonder, you have to ask yourself, why is that the case? Why? I mean, personally, I don't get it. I mean, I really don't get it. And then you get black people and I've mentioned this before. You, you, I get, I get, at least I do. I get black people attacking me, calling me despicable names, thinking that it's going to hurt my feelings. Like I haven't heard them before. And then I get the same black people sending me these little gifs and stuff. Like, you know, one, one guy sent me a gif. What was it? It was a, uh, some, uh, some black crows got on a straw hat and they're like tap dancing and they're like doing, uh, I think they call them like the Jigaboo or something like that. Thinking that, oh, they sent me a hateful message telling me to stop. Like I'm going to stop speaking the truth. They send all the same cliche hateful messages thinking that I'm going to stop. Like I've never heard it before. But they don't ever come with anything valid. They never say anything with of substance. They never say anything factual. And they don't even question why someone like me is talking about the Democrat Party. They, it's like they don't want to believe the truth because they've been presented with the lie. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the lie feels good to them. And because the lie feels good to them. They don't want to let it go. See, that's ultimately what it all comes down to. Black people. And even white people, people in general, when a lot of times when they hear a lie, the lie feels good to them. And because that is the lie that they want to believe, they don't believe anything else. And then when you have someone present them something else, then they get upset with you and they get angry with you. People literally get angry because I don't think like they do. How amazing is that? So I see people all the time. They don't have the same views as I do. They don't think like I do, but I don't get upset with them. I find it interesting. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a civil conversation about it. What is wrong with having a conversation about it? 
But see, I, you don't get that from people on the left, especially today. That's why you hear like with uh, Jamal, minor Jamal, that comes on with me saying that the the Democrats, they are not our fellow Americans because they have gone to the extreme. Their goal is to destroy this nation. And because they're not getting what they want, they act like little tyrants. I mean, seriously, because they're not getting what they want. They act like little tyrants. And you know what's amazing to me? I heard this clip earlier today, and this was one from Malcolm X. Now, I don't believe in the Muslim culture. I'm I'm Christian all day, every day, er day. I believe in God. But Malcolm X, there's this recording of Malcolm X, and this a lot of people, a lot of black people don't even know this, and they probably don't even want to hear it. But Malcolm X have done this recording way back, and he was talking about the Democrats, and he was talking about how 80% during that time, 80% of the black people that's voting, they're the only, they voted for the Democrats. And that's the only reason why the Democrats were able to successfully win the White House. That's the only reason why the Democrats were able to win positions in the Senate and the House. Because black people during the time in this recording I'm talking about with Malcolm X, where they 80% voted for Democrats. Why? Because the Democrats have convinced black people to vote for them. And you know, one of the ways they convince black people to vote for them. Because if I'm not mistaken, in 1964, they passed the civil rights act and that was under a Democrat president. Now, the only reason why the Democrat president passed it is because they wanted black people to believe that they were for them. That's the only reason why it passed, because in in the late 1800s, the Republican Party actually passed the Civil Rights Act for black people. A lot of people don't know that. And the Democrats were able to reverse it in the Supreme Court. They said it was unconstitutional for black people to have freedom. This was the Democrat Party. And it was one time other than that. And I don't remember the date before it was before 1964 and after the uh, late 1800s where the Republicans again presented civil rights for black people. And, the, and at the time, the Democrats were able to just uh, vote it out to vote no on it. If I'm not mistaken, they may even did a filibuster on it. But it wasn't until 1964 when they realized in order for us to control the black people, we have to be, we have to have them thinking that we're for them. And they've been doing it ever since. Been very successful at it. And for some reason, black, black people keep following right in line with it. Like nothing needs to change about it. None of it needs to change. All right. All right, let's do this. I'm going to open up the phone lines. I'm not going to be on here too long, so we'll talk a few. We'll take a few phone calls here. Um, I can't promise I won't be able to get to everybody, but we'll take a few phone calls here. Call me and tell me what you think. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? 
Maybe I'm wrong for pointing out the fact what the Democrats have done. Probably not. Because there's multiple people waking up right now. Multiple, multiple, multiple. That's why they're doing damage control. And. And you know what? I'm glad Joe Biden went on with Charlemagne. I'm glad he did. Because all it did was expose who Joe Biden really is. It exposed his true colors. It exposed what the Democrat Party is about. What the Democrat Party has always been about. I mean, for if can you imagine had President Trump even uttered the words or even went close to it and said, you're not black. If you if you have to decide between me and someone else. What do you think the left will be saying right now? Would they be saying the same thing about Joe Biden? Because they're giving Joe Biden a pass. I read an article and I can't remember who it was. But it was in this article, they said they could care less what Joe Biden says or what Joe Biden does. They said that if Joe Biden was caught on camera eating babies, aborted babies, they would still vote for him. I'm paraphrasing here. And they probably would. Why? Because the Democrat Party is nothing but a entity that's ran and created for Satan's purpose. That's exactly what the Democrat Party is for. It is the purpose of Satan's agenda. And I've asked multiple times, give me an example of the Democrat Party and what they support. What's the difference between Satan's agenda and the Democrat Party's policies? There is no difference. They're about the same. They're for the same thing. They have the same goals. And there's only one reason why the Democrat Party has the same goals is because they hate life. They hate America. They hate President Trump. They hate they hate everything that is considered good. Okay. All right. All right. The phone lines are starting to blow up. All right. So I'm going to keep these really short as much as possible here. Okay. But if I get one that's pretty good, we'll keep going. You should ask China. All right. And I, I'm going to do this every now and then. You should ask China. <laughs> Mm, my tea is good. Wish I could heat it up. Well, let me do it. Let me do this one time before we go. Before I go to the phone lines here. You should ask China. You should ask China. You should ask. You should ask. You should. You should. You should ask. You should ask. You should ask. You should. You should. You should ask. You should ask. You should ask. You should. You should. You should ask. You should ask. You should ask. You should ask China. All right, all right. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go to the first one here. Look like we have Nancy from Missouri. You there, Nancy? Hey, Will, are you having fun with that China quote? <laughs> Maybe a little too much, huh? What'd you think? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I watched that uh, bit with Biden, and I don't know this Charlemagne guy, but, you know, he had his nerve telling Biden that he better elect a black woman. Sure did. To run as his running mate. It's like he says, you owe us. And it's like, what does Biden owe you? He doesn't owe you anything. And and also, if they end up with someone like that, Stacey Abrams, you know, if, if he does take a black woman, you need someone who is not a bigot, who is not a racist, that is going to divide this country even more. That woman is pure evil. Ever yes. since you played her a few weeks back with her uh, telling us what how bad white people were and the, the scourge of the whole country and whatnot, yep. I have no respect for that woman whatsoever. Yep. And another one that's just as evil is that Donna Brazil. Yes. I mean... Both of them, it's it's just unreal if we were to get either one of them into office. Now, I don't have an issue with a black vice president running, but you need someone who has a little bit of decorum about them and and not be a flat-out racist. I completely agree, Nancy. I completely agree with you. And and that's, and that's that's exactly what they want. But, I mean, seriously... I mean, I want no Democrat. I'm seriously, I don't think any Democrat should ever walk through the White House again. My opinion. But that is that's my that's my opinion. So, yep. Hey, thank you for the call, Nancy. Thanks, Will. Take care. Have a good night. You too. All right. Let's go to the next one here. Hello, caller. What's your name and where you come from? Well, hello. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, Will. How you doing? I'm doing good. Now, you know my name. I don't know your name. Give me your name. I'm Megan from Long Island, New York. Thank you, Megan. What's on your mind? Talk to me. Um, I forget. Actually, when you opened and you said that, you know, X, Y, Z, and I was like right on the mark, but, you know, I'm also doing the internet at the same time, so I lost track of what your original thoughts were with the show, but I agree with everything you said. You know, oh, the Democrat Party that they did, did the Demon Party, they definitely are. I used to actually volunteer for them, and they are like, they use and abuse you, and they're, they're just no good. Mm-hmm. They're really no good, and I became a Republican, and, you know, the Republican parties come together so much in, in the last, you know, few years that I joined with them. Well, you know, you know- everything the Democrats... Go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I I just think like their agenda is like they just they're they're standing for the BS behind the scenes and like they want to ruin it for everybody. Like the thing with the masks that drives me crazy. If you have your health, why on earth do we have to wear the mask? It's all to protect it. Since when you know? I mean, you get this this crazy Bill Gates. He he want he throws viruses into his system, but then he wants to help the masses. Like you know, <laughs> well, whole- yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Bill Gates, he's already been known that he wants to remove half the people off the planet. So I wouldn't trust anything Bill Gates is talking about. But I mean, like he plays this thing with Fauci and the Democrats, and it's like you know they just they don't care how far they go to ruin mankind, and <clears throat> you know it's just it's off the charts. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And hey, I want to thank you for the call. 
All right, let's go to Dan from Minnesota. Are you there, Dan? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how you doing, Will? Good. Thanks for calling. Okay. Hey, I called you the other night about the uh, pardoning of Obama. I yes. never really got an answer. What What did you want to know? Well, I was, I, you know, it was the first that I had heard that, uh, you know, they were um, pardoning of Obama had been brought up at the news uh, news thing okay. last week at the White House. Okay. And anyway, um, I haven't heard anything about it since, and I'm excited about it as you are. You know, if that was, you know, if he was to uh, be brought up on charges, that'd be well, wonderful. Well, I, I think, I don't think it's actually put in place. Well, to my understanding, this is my understanding of it, because okay. Obama, they they found information that the, the, the surveillance under the Obama administration actually took place. And it looks like that he was aware of it. He didn't try to stop it. Yeah. He didn't let uh, the Trump, uh, uh, I guess, the Trump camp at the ta- at the time know about it. So there. Oh, so it. someone yeah. in the news press, because they're saying that President Trump would probably try to arrest Obama. When Barr already said that, okay. they're not going to do that. But the okay. reason why we haven't heard anything else about it is because the press secretary, she gave the press yeah. homework. And I did play the video that, yeah. that yeah. from that. I, she gave the press homework. Yeah, and they're supposed to be ready on Tuesday. Yeah, and you they know what? The yeah, but you know what? They're, they're so... Yeah. They're so complicit with the deep state and the shadow government. They're not going to well, do that. And she absolutely. knows they're not going to do that. Absolutely. So. Well, anyway, the woman... Well, the woman that asked the question at the news conference, uh-huh. they showed her demeanor and her face. She was just about in tears when she asked that question. Really? Are you going to? Really? She was just about in tears. Well, if, if they put Obama in handcuffs, I would be excited about it. But you know what? We should be. Hey, very, you and me both. Yeah, we should be very you careful about it because there's going to be rioting after that. So, well, hey, thanks for the call. Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing, Will. Okay, here's the quick. bottom line. Next time, the Next time there's a Democrat uh, for a president, uh-huh. this country's done. Oh, yeah. It's done. Oh, yeah. It's over. Oh, yeah. It's over. So, okay, yeah. well, have a great weekend, okay? All right, you too. Take care. Appreciate it. All right, let me let me do this before we continue here. Um, Blazer101, thank you on YouTube for the donation. Um, Frank from L.A., uh, O'Biden, <laughs> I like that, O'Biden, uh, uh, just like Obama, uh, needed to be investigated, exposed, indicted, prosecuted, prosecuted, and severely punished for the crimes they are found guilty of com- uh, committing. And there are plenty there. I agree, a hundred percent. Thank you for the donation, uh, Barbara. Thank you. Um, she says, "I'm speaking the truth. Keep it real." Uh, you are loved. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you so much, Barbara, for the donation. And Sharon, thank you so much on YouTube. And on TV forward slash UAFN. Thank you, Amy. And thank you, Karen Bass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, let's go back to... Let me, you know what? Let me play this video because I think... Then we'll go back to the phone lines here. This this is it's beautiful. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Strong female under the under the Trump administration where, you know, Trump says he has, you know, thing against women, you know. 
So now. Thank you, Kaylee. Um, I'd like to switch gears asking about President Obama. Um, we had a, um, does the President, would, we had an interesting article from Joel Pollack this morning, and I would like to ask you if the President has considered pardoning President Obama for illegally wiretapping on towers, illegally spying on U.S. citizens, and other potential, potential crimes out there. Has he considered that? So I have not spoken to the president about that, um, but who I did speak to about President Obama and unmasking Michael Flynn were the men and women in this room. Um, I haven't spoken to him on that specific point, have spoken to him about the matter generally. And I laid out a series of questions that any good journalist would want to answer about why people were unmasked um, and, and all sorts of questions. And I just wanted to follow up with you guys on that, did anyone take it upon themselves to pose any questions about Michael Flynn and un unmasking the President Obama spokesperson? Oh, not a single journalist has posed that question. Okay. So I would like to lay out a series of questions, and perhaps if I write them out in a slide format, maybe we're visual learners and you guys will follow up with journalistic curiosity. So number one, why did the Obama administration use opposition, opposition research funded by a political organization and filled with foreign dirt to surveil members of the Trump campaign? Number two, why was Lieutenant... General Michael Flynn unmasked, not by the intel community entirely, but by Obama's chief of staff, by the former vice president, Joe Biden, by Susan Rice, by the Treasury secretary. I mean, this is extraordinary. And, you know, if it were political appointees in the Trump administration, I can guarantee you I'd have questions in my inbox right now. But apparently Obama's spokesperson does not. Why was Flynn's identity leaked in a criminal act? It is a criminal act to leak the identity of Michael Flynn to the press, but it happened. Where are the questions to Obama's spokesperson? Because my team would be running around this building should this have happened under the Trump administration. Why did the DOJ, Sally Yates, learn about the unmasking from President Obama? So much for going by the book, as Susan Rice said three times. Thou doth protest too much, Susan Rice. And then finally, question number five. Why did James Clapper, John Brennan, Samantha Power, and Susan Rice privately admit under oath they had no evidence of collusion while saying the opposite publicly? It's a long weekend. You guys have three days to follow up on those questions, and I certainly hope the next time I ask, some hands go up, because Obama's spokesperson should be asked those questions, because President Trump's spokespeople certainly would be. And then all of them act like little tyrant children because they don't want to ask the tough questions, the real questions. I mean, seriously, what happened to them being actual reporters, actual journalists? All that's out the window now, right? Right? All right, so let's go back to the phone lines here. Let's go to Wilma from California. Are you there, Wilma? I sure am, Will. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for the call. Hey, listen, um, I found an article, and I sent it to your inbox at contact at, at your address. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's, about, it's about why so many black voters are Democrats, even when they aren't liberal. And it's from politics. I just sent it to you. And it's got a lot of good information in there. Okay, awesome. Thank you for that. I most definitely will take a look at it. I, yeah, I think it'll, and it'll help you get through this whole mess with the black people. 
Yeah. Maybe white people too. Who knows? I mean, you know what? Just we need we need everybody to wake up that's been supporting the Democrat Party or the Democrat Party. Yes. I mean, seriously. It's not well, just I'm- it's I'm not proud just of what you guys are doing. Yeah, it's not just what black people are going through it. Now now the goal is to demonize white people. It's everybody. Yes. Now everybody yes. and, and those, that, those that are still still think they're on the plantation, regardless of what color they are, because I learned from somebody that that way, way back, even before the United States was formed or America we got to America, that even white people, brown people Asian people, they were all slaves. Mm-hmm. Many, many, absolutely. Well, hey, thank you for the call, Wilma. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one here. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. I'm calling from Georgia. Thomason, Georgia. My What's your name? With the, the party we deal with. My name is Leonard Kawan Watson. You say your name is Harvey? My name is Leonard Kawan Watson. Emmett. Okay. Hey, Leonard. thank you. My problem with the Democratic Party would be why one reason is why they deny being supporting the Ku Klux Klan, they know they support the Ku Klux Klan. They know this. Mm-hmm. They try to deny and do all this stuff they can possibly do. And then they want to trick our own race and heaps of other people into voting for them. And they ain't doing nothing for us. They're destroying the country and they're trying to take away our constitutional rights and they do anything they possible way to I guess continue to be in power, and so and then you got this dude known as the governor, not the governor, but the, the man who just said something about what his name is. He just said name. Can't think of his name. Yes, um, sir. Running for president. Running for president. I got to think of his name. You talking about Joe Biden? The dude running for president. Yeah, that dude. I ain't gonna call his name because I ain't had a video of how much. I had something to say about it. You and that talk, Joe Biden talking about how we shouldn't be able to vote the way we want to vote. If we should have the right to be able to vote how we want to vote, we should have the right to be able to choose. This is under the Constitution. It's under the laws of the United States. We should have the right to choose. If you want to vote Democrat, Republican, whatever you want to do, you should have the right to choose. You yes, should be some, you on know, some high horse around here trying to tell you Oh, you ain't black just because you ain't a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Everybody had the right to choose. This is a free country. And and, and and personally, I wish I met the dude because I let him know this is a free country. And all that he's doing to Trump supporters, he, he thinking he deters from voting. All that he's doing is putting fuel on the fire. That's all he's doing. But soon... If we get in them voting boots, a whole heap of Trump support, we're going to go right up in there and we're going to vote. And he don't realize he ain't going to ever be president as long as that he lives because he's too evil. You can see in his eyes, and you can see in a lot of these Democrat eyes, Maxine Waters, a whole heap of these Democrats, there's too much evil going on. 
You're 100% okay. correct. You're 100% correct. Can I ask you a personal question, sir, before I let you go? Yes. How old are you? I am 28 years old. 28 years old. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. That's absolutely awesome. I'm so glad to hear the youth like this is actually seeing what's going on. And see, you know what? You are the you are going to be the main reason why the Democrats are terrified what's happening. So, hey, thank you for the call. All right, let's go to the next one here. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yo, I, I want you to say something. Um, you know, the coronavirus has, has been a fake all along, as I found out from one of the pastors on that I was listening on this live feed, you know. Um, it, it just basically is to put fear. You know, we, we didn't need the social distance. We didn't need none of that stuff, you know. And, it, you know, and it's, you know, like Bauchi and, and Burks has been, and been, been doing this false, you know, um, the, you know, narrative and stuff. And then, you know, sadly, I mean, I think Trump, like, believe on believe it. And, you know, I mean, it's not his fault, but, you know, um, we all make mistakes. But it has been, you know, this is this has been or we didn't need a social distance and a mask and none of that stuff. Yeah, I completely agree with you for the most part. You know, I think President Trump was uh, allowing people to come in that uh, people were telling him were the experts. You know, I think we're going to find out more here in the near future about exactly the people that's working under him. So, yeah. And also another thing, too, I think Joe, uh, Joe Biden is working for the Trump campaign because she's keep messing up and saying <laughs> stuff. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that. He's, he's like undercover Republican working for the, uh, for, you know, working on the Democrats. <laughs> I can see that. Hey, yeah. thanks for the call. All right, let's go to Lori from California. You there, Lori? Hey, my favorite Jay. <laughs> hey, Will, how are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Um, real quick, I think we talked about this before, but it's just it's worth revisiting. Just like the enemy of our soul, just like the just like the devil, always overplays his hand and gives himself away because he just can't help himself. I mean, I always see the parallel what the Democrats do. Like you said, you don't even have to put bait on the hook. They just bite it. And these type of things and these type of incidents, the latest things with Joe Biden, they just give themselves away. I mean, they just keep making themselves more obvious. More You can't get more obvious. You can't get more blowing your own cover, so to, so to speak, by doing these things and then people not get enlightened. No, you know what? I mean, I, you know what? And I, and I'm seeing it. That's that's the reason why the Democrats right now are scrambling around like like crazy. I mean, this is the right. this, this is the, this is the person at the top of their ticket that's you know can't even complete a, a com, do a complete sentence, and he's putting his foot in his mouth, and he's exposing who the Democrats really are. And they don't know how to, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, is this really happening? Is this like, no, this has to be like a sitcom. This can't be real. It's like surreal, right? It's, it's almost surreal. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's exactly. Like you have to question the reality. And one other quick little thing I want to say yes. is that the one positive thing, maybe will, maybe will, the moment, maybe the one positive thing we can get out of this whole lockdown is that the people who are starting to more and more starting to, and it's getting huge here in Sacramento, the, the, you know, the protests. It's getting huge. It's getting huge everywhere. 
But think about it. When we are so divided in this country right now, but this is the first situation where you're getting Democrats and you're getting conservatives together, all different walks of life, race, religions, what have you, are coming together to protest against this tyrannical, you know, ruling stuff going on with our governments right now, lockdown. If you look at it and you think about it, maybe this is the one thing that actually can be positive, that actually could bring us together for a time like this to, to, be, to prevail to prevail against against things that we have in common yeah. rather than yep. the whole thing. You know what? Yeah, right? You're, you're right. When I was in California, I went to Sacramento and there was both uh, libertarians, Democrats, Republicans, yep. conservatives, all there saying, look, we want to keep our freedom. They want to, they, right. people are saying, I want to have the freedom to come out and protest against them when they're trying to have a rally. And they should be able to peacefully. Right. Right, We should be able to. But they're starting to realize that this tyrannical government that they've been supporting all this time is taking their rights away as well. It's crazy. Hey, Lori. Which is also opening their eyes. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) I'm looking at the positive here. (laughs) Yeah, it is the positive. That is the positive that's coming out of it. And I think that's probably tearing from them, too. That's why they want to try to keep people to stay inside the house. God, let you go. Hey, thanks for the call. You bet. Will. love you. Love you back. All right. Let's go to the next caller here. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Oklahoma. My name is James. Hey, thanks for the call, James. What's on your mind? Talk to me. What is going on with this crazy Joe Biden? I mean, for I've seen your video of him when he said, you know, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. I mean, what is what is wrong with this crazy guy? I mean, imagine if President Trump said that. I mean, think about it. <laughs> right? I mean, this guy, he they're, they're doing things, the Democrats are doing the things that they're accusing the, the conservative party of doing. Thank you. I mean, they're a bunch of tyrants is all they are. I mean, like the mayor of Chicago, she's nothing but a tyrant. Oh, yeah. I mean, the mayor, oh, I mean, my they're, goodness, they're, yes. You know what? People that still support these Democrats, they don't they don't want to be free. They want to depend on the government. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's crazy. It it is. It's 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 just like the stuff that's going on. I mean, if people look at look at some of these states where like Wisconsin I mean uh Michigan where they're where these are these tyrants are just basically enforcing their will on people on the citizens of that state. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And people are starting to get really frustrated. And all of this is being pushed by the Democrats. hundred percent. Hey James, gotta sure. let you go. Thank you for the call. All right, let's go to the next caller here. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Kelly. I'm from Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania. Hello, Kelly. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind? I just want to call you to let you know how much I appreciate your show. You have an awesome point of view. I'm glad you came to the conservative party. And we live in Pennsylvania with tyrant Governor Wolf. 
And I just don't know when the Democrat Party is ever going to get this. Well, you know what? I don't think the Democrat Party ever is going to change. And I've seen a lot of people were saying earlier how the Democrat Party has changed. Personally, my personal view on this is that the Democratic Party has never changed. It's just now because after the election of President Trump, the Democratic Party's the Democrat Party's exposed to who they really are. But, you know, the impeachment thing didn't work. The Russia thing didn't work. Sham impeachment. Oh, yeah. None of it worked. And now the coronavirus. Oh, we're going to try to make socialism in here. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Yep. Yep. And they try to lock us down. And now everybody is waking up. Yeah. Everybody. They have a sleepy Joe. <laughs> exactly. Now they got Sleepy Joe. Sleepy, I don't know where I am, Joe. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, thanks for the call, Kelly. Take care. Take care. All right. Um let me make sure here. YouTube has really been uh acting weird on my account here. Um let me say this. If you're if you're watching right now, make sure you hit that like button on YouTube. Um because earlier, I don't know if you're if you're if you if you're on my channel, YouTube or if you're on Facebook, um, I haven't been able to upload uh, stuff on DLive as of yet. I need 40 more people to like my DLive channel before I can do that. But anyways, I digress. The video I put out there about, you know, myself, Brandon Tatum, ABL, uh, James C. Harris, David J. Harris, the four J's. Um, and, and, and Terrence Williams, I put a video out there on my channel and I'm sitting there looking at it and I have to refresh it to see the comments. Cause I, you know, I, I was trying to reply to everyone that made the comment on there about the video that I created. And I noticed the view said at the time it was said 2.4 thousand views, you know, which is really small compared to a lot of videos. And this video personally should, you know, be a lot more. Right. But anyways, I'm refreshing and it said 2.4 thousand views. I refreshed it and then it went down to 1.9 thousand views. So they just automatically got rid of like four to 500 uh, views immediately. And I'm like, this is crazy. And people are saying that they didn't even get notifications from it. It's like they're really hammering down on my channel. You got to ask, why are they doing that? But anyways, I know why they're doing it. All right, let's go to the next caller. Hello, caller. What's your name calling from? Bruce Dorsey, Oakland, California. Thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Well, other than the Biden stuff, now I'm a black man. I'm not Republican or Democrat, but I'm a hardcore researcher. Okay. I was indoctrinated, uh, I was indoctrinated a Democrat growing up out here. Mm-hmm. But after doing my research, mm-hmm. there's no way in the world I will ever vote Democrat. Oh, my <laughs> God. I know you know about Pizzagate. You're talking about extreme leftist uh pedophile sex cults you already know where i'm going i know you know about it well you know so, wait, let me just say this if let's say we leave that element out of it and the reason why right. i mean because the democrat party is my opinion they're they're nothing but a mechanism for satan to push his agenda let's just say we leave that segment right. out of it what what okay. other reason would you have not to vote for the democrats or support the democrat party oh they're not they're not doing nothing they're not doing that economically like Trump started the opportunity zones <clears throat> where investors can come in, invest in our community. Mm-hmm. And if they hold the property for 10 years, 
they don't get any capital gains. Well, let me ask you this: How did how you know? Because I'm a, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, okay? Just for a minute. How mm-hmm. dare you go against the Democrat Party and you're black? Oh, it's easy because <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> but you, I get that all. Have you? So have you? Have you received any of that? I mean, I don't know if you, you know, if you make any comments on social media, et cetera, et cetera. I get that all the time. Dude, they call me crazy, insane, and I don't even waste time. I just block them. I just block them. So let me tell you how socialist the Democratic Party is now. Don't you remember when everybody was yelling for the head of the Los Angeles Clippers owner? Mm-hmm. for making those comments that he did in his own home. Mm-hmm. I was telling black folks, y'all are crazy. How dare you try to tell a man what he cannot say in his own home and then penalize him for that? So if you're going to penalize a white billionaire for that, what fucking right you think you're going to have? PG thir- keep it PG-13 for me. Okay, all right. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> so look, they can look, they couldn't see the forest from the trees and they still can't. So... Black people are so manipulated by the hate that the mainstream TV put out, you know, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN. Okay. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Before I let you go, let me ask you this question. Why do, okay, obviously you, you're not on that. You're not in that same realm any longer because you're thinking for yourself. You're entrepreneur. You want to be somebody you want to do for yourself. Why do you think there's still a lot of black people that refuse to leave the Democrat Party, knowing the facts and knowing that the Democrat Party is not going to do anything for them specifically? Why, why do they continue to support something like that? Now, I'm going to get a little deep with you on here. It comes from a, a sense of not self-love and self-empowerment. So we've been indoctrinated to seek something outside of us to validate us. So when we stay in these mindless groups, it still gives us that great sense of inclusion. And that's what most people are missing. Mm. So they need to feel a part of something big because they don't have enough self-empowerment within themselves. Thank you for that. You're you're spot on. You're welcome. Thank you. I wish you the best, my brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, sir. Take care. Can you imagine how many trolls just listen to that black man call in and say that? And he said he wasn't a Democrat and he's not a Republican. Okay. I'm not saying you have to be either one, but I'm suggesting you shouldn't be a Democrat. I mean, my goodness. All right, let's go to the next one. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you from? Hi, well, it's Nisa out of Moline. Hey, you know, well, something that isn't being talked about this race baiting thing are, the children who are actually uh, um, half black, half white. So uh, I uh, have that situation here where my grand my grandchildren are white and black. So you know, what are what are they to think when they see that Charlemagne guy talking stuff like that? That's a good question. Why do you think? Well, you know, and then um, their grandma, she's been against white people since she was raised that way. Hate white people. So now I get these different feelings, mixed feelings with my grandchildren. You know, so so I just just wanted to put it out there because. um, Well, I'm I'm sorry. I think I misunderstood Um, your grandchildren. Yes, I'm. Their uh, other grandmother is black. 
and she was raised in the 60s, in the 70s, and she was raised in a way that, <clears throat> you know. You think some, white people are bad? Yes, raised that way. So, you know what? And, and, she, you, and she still hates black and she, she still, still and she still people. hates white people. Do you? I mean, you probably yes. don't. But do you have you? Do you ever have any conversations with her at all? Oh no! Well, she hated me the first day she looked at me. You could just you could just see that look in her face. She's never said anything nice. Really? She she wanted nothing. And the, something else, uh, Will. Um, to add to that, I married a black man. I mean, I'm sorry. I married a Mexican. So my kids are Mexican and white, and my oldest one married a black woman. So now I got all three, black, Mexican, and white. <laughs> and she still hates you because you're white. <laughs> you know yes, what? This she, is, see, yes, but, but she loves my son. Okay, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. Um, There's... I mean, I, I there's people that I know that's really close to me that have issues with white people. And it's really sickening because they constantly talk about that they grew up in like the 50s and the 60s and they remember how white people were doing them. And you know what? One of the questions that I bring up to them, I said, do you do you realize that the white people that you're complaining about were Democrats? And they just look yeah. at me and they look yeah. at me because they never it never dawned on them to put two and two together. All the people, when you see the old pictures and stuff like that, where they had the fire hose, uh, hosing down black people in the streets, the police officers sitting mm-hmm. dogs on the black people in the streets. It was because of the, mm-hmm. what the Democrats were doing to black people. It was, it, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, my father, uh, was born and raised in Alabama and he was, uh, he was a staunch Democrat for years and years. And I don't know what woke him up one day, but all of a sudden his best friends were black. Because I remember him, he hated black people at one time. But all of a sudden he woke up, I think it was 1990-something, he woke up and his best friends were black. So, you know, it's not really a black and white issue. The issue is, like everyone says, it's the human race. It's, it's an you, issue between you, it's an issue between good and evil. I mean, absolutely. seriously. It's an issue between good and evil, and it has everything to do with the spiritual battle that we're in. And you have to pick a side. Some people want to stay on the, on the side of evil. So, well, hey, Nisa, I want to thank you. you. That up. Thank yeah. you. Hey, thank Bye you so well. much for the call. Bye. All right, let's go to Christy from Dallas, Texas. Are you there, Christy? I'm here, Will. How are you doing, buddy? Good. Thank you for the call. What's on your mind? Hey there, great, uh, great callers. And I was calling. I, I wrote a few notes down, but um, oh my dog. Um, anyway, if if it's a sign any way that the election is going to go, looking at what happened to California, man, I think the Dem Party is over. And you know what? I, I'm really looking forward, and I hope that this crush the Democrat, the Democrat the Party. Yes. Yeah, and then seeing the way that they're coming out you oh, know, yeah. to reopen California, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know so, what it is? Because uh, at the end of the day, no matter what your political affiliation, you still need to put food on the table. At the end oh, of the yeah, day, you want to keep your lights on. It affects everybody. Yeah, it, exactly. It, right. it doesn't matter about any of that. 
And and but yep. the, the, and the thing is, they need to recognize who is implementing this insanity, this tyrannical exactly. agenda unto them. And, and, uh, and if, then speaking if, of that, also, you're hearing a lot about this, um, you know, voter suppression and oh yeah, all this and that. Oh yeah, black people you know, can't find a DMV. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, but have you noticed that all this fraudulent stuff is going on in all dim counties? Yes. Isn't it crazy? Yes. And then um then also I thought maybe um on a upcoming show maybe you could go over uh which isn't a whole lot Biden's policies that he's legislated for just to show who the real racist is. Yeah. You know what? I mean, seriously, we're not going to see anything different from the Democrat Party. And you know what? On top of that, the Democrat Party, I think they're so exposed and they believe that they have to go to the extreme. They're not going to hide who they are any longer. Right. Right. And then my my last thing, my last thing, I just I don't know if you watched the um, documentary on Justice Thomas Clarence. Um, Oh, my gosh. But it was amazing. I watched it today. I loved it. You've got to watch it. Huh. Okay. I will check that out. And thanks All for, right. thanks Have a for good the one. Thank you. Bye. All right. Let's go to the next one. All right. Hello, caller. Hello. What's your name? Where you call? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. What's your name? Hello. Where you calling from? Oh, no. I figured I've called and I'm sorry. This is my name's Julie. I am in Brighton, Colorado. But I was listening. I called and hung up and called and hung. Then I just figured, hell with it, Jules. Listen to what the voicemail says. And I couldn't. I thought you were saying hang up, not hold on. Like hell for half hour. Yeah, that's you know what? That is my that is completely my fault. And I made a promise to another young man that called in and said I would fix that. And after my podcast, I completely got tired and forgot. I'm going to make myself a note right now. I'm going to either just take it off or I'm going to completely change it as soon as we're done. (laughs) Well, you know what? At least the next time I know that it's not up. (laughs) <laughs> well, it won't be there the next time. I and, promise. I'm a. I'm gonna make sure of that right now while we're talking. Well, go ahead. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I was listening to when this uh, when you started talking, and what really struck me was when you had mentioned, you know, elderly abuse, and that's when it clicked, and it was like, oh my God, he is a sick man because. As as much as he cannot remember, and then he just, he's asking for help all the time. It's like, I am the most forgetful person that I know, but he takes the cake, man. I at least know my name. I know what state I'm in. <laughs> well, he's, he, but, he forgets everything. And you know what? Sometimes I, I believe he forgets the what the interview's about. And he forget, I do. you know, and he's and he's like, oh, I'm just going to say this, you know, thinking I'm, you know, telling the people what they want to hear. And he doesn't yep. realize it. That's just crazy. Yes. And I will have to say that I stumbled upon you one night. I was up at like two in the morning. Couldn't go to sleep. So where do I go? Facebook. That's my newscasting <laughs> and there you were and I was like what 
so I'm watching and I was like, oh my God, I love this guy. So thank you very much for doing what you do. I'm just in tune and I will not ever miss when you are online doing what you do. I love you. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I, I just I love this country. I love the people in this country. And I think the country is worth fighting for. And I think our freedoms are worth be- fighting for. So that's that's thank my position. You. And I stand with you, sir. Thank you so much. And thank you for the call. <laughs> thank you. All right, take care. Bye bye. OK, let me do this. I need to take a quick. 30 second or actually a, a minute and a half break here. Let me play this one more time for you. And I want this is beautiful. This is a press secretary. I played it earlier, but I, it's so powerful. Just listen to what she says. I hope they go after Obama. They need to go after him. Thank you, Kaylee. Um, I'd like to switch gears asking about President Obama. Um, we had a um, does the president would we had an interesting article from Joel Pollack this morning, and I would like to ask you if the president has considered pardoning President Obama for illegally wiretapping on towers, illegally spying on U.S. citizens, and other potential potential crimes out there. Has he considered that? So I have not spoken to the president about that, um, but who I did speak to about President Obama and unmasking Michael Flynn were the men and women in this room. Um, I haven't spoken to him on that specific point, have spoken to him about the matter generally. And I laid out a series of questions that any good journalist would want to answer about why people were unmasked um, and, and all sorts of questions. And I just wanted to follow up with you guys on that. Did anyone take it upon themselves to pose any questions about Michael Flynn and un- unmasking the President Obama's spokesperson? Oh, not a single journalist has posed but, that question. But, but, okay. Name wasn't so that, I would so like Kelly, to Kelly. lay out a series of questions, and perhaps if I write them out in a slide format, maybe we're visual learners and you guys will follow up with journalistic curiosity. So number one, why did the Obama administration use opposition, opposition research funded by a political organization and filled with foreign dirt to surveil members of the Trump campaign? Number two, why was Lieutenant... General Michael Flynn unmasked, not by the intel community entirely, but by Obama's chief of staff, by the former vice president, Joe Biden, by Susan Rice, by the Treasury secretary. I mean, this is extraordinary. And, you know, if it were political appointees in the Trump administration, I can guarantee you I'd have questions in my inbox right now. But apparently Obama's spokesperson does not. Why was Flynn's identity leaked in a criminal act? It is a criminal act to leak the identity of Michael Flynn to the press, but it happened. Where are the questions to Obama's spokesperson? Because my team would be running around this building should this have happened under the Trump administration. Why did the DOJ, Sally Yates, learn about the unmasking from President Obama? So much for going by the book, as Susan Rice said three times. Thou doth protest too much, Susan Rice. And then finally, question number five, why did James Clapper, John Brennan, Samantha Power and Susan Rice privately admit under oath they had no evidence of collusion while saying the opposite publicly? It's a long weekend. You guys have three days to follow up on those questions. And I certainly hope the next time I ask some hands go up because Obama's spokesperson should be asked those questions because President Trump's spokespeople certainly would be. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Strong woman, right? And pres and they and the liberal left say President Trump doesn't like women. 
or he doesn't, you know, allow women to be in positions of power of authority. I mean, she has, I mean, she hammers them. And you know, it's a valid question. Why didn't they ask the Obama administration about the wiretapping? Why aren't they asking the Obama administration his role in what, in the whole Flynn investigation and the whole, whole ordeal here? Why aren't they asking him? Seriously. You know, it kind of makes me think about where was the who in 2019 in November? What were their actions in Wuhan, China? What was their actions in December 2019? But anyways, I digress. All right. We're going to go back to the phone lines here. All right. We're going to go back to the phone lines. Okay. So now before we do that, let me do this. This is what I want to do. <clears throat> Barbara Perry. Thank you for the donation. She makes a valid comment. She's saying trolls, please call Will. Okay. Uh, are you brave enough to engage? Pick your battles. I, Barbara, thank you for the donations, but I'm pretty sure that they're not going to call in because a lot of them don't have any factual information on anything. And a lot of them can't even have a civil conversation and they don't want to call in and sound like they like they really are, you know. But anyways, uh, will you, uh, Wilma, thank you so much for the donation on YouTube as well. And all right, cool. All right, let's go back to it. All right, let me say this real quick. Um, I'm actually live on Orbis as well. And Orbis tells me, I'm not even sure if anyone's actually watching it. I see a comment, but I don't know if it's, it's kind of weird. But anyways, all right, let's go back to the phone line here. Enough of all that. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This, this is Gerald in Montana. Hello, Gerald. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind? Um, we just got our primary ballots here. And me and two of my brothers were looking at them today. And then we got with one of our representative that is on the ballots. And for our representative in my area, out of four ballots, we got three of them that have the names listed different in a different order. You really? You understand what I'm saying? Really? And, yeah, and, and it's all for the same... Wait, wait, so let me make sure I understand. It's all for the same primary. Yes, it's the same primary. I'm in Dawson County in Montana. We got like 6,000 voters here. They sent our ballots out. The representative that I'm talking about is was on there. There's four people running for that position. They've got the names listed three different ways on that same for that same representative. Really? Why do you think yeah. that is? That's part of their mail in ballot. That's how they're pulling their scam. And on the right-hand side of the, or the left-hand side of the ballot, they've got squares on there with numbers. And my ballot said 52, my brothers said 54, and the other guys said 56. Wait a minute, so don't, don't they run those through a machine? Yes, exactly. Why would That's you have crazy. three different ballots? Have you, did you take a picture of that? 
I've got our representative. We turned all, I turned all of my stuff over to him so he can get it all together. And I want to email this to you so you can present it. Joe, please this do. To get the White House. Please do. That's crazy. That's just, you know what? You just, you blatantly saw them trying to do fraudulent activity in the voting system. That's exactly what they did. If they yeah. run those through a machine, the, the machine is not going to, I mean, is the machine going to look, say, okay, well, this name is on this position now, and this name is on that position now? I don't think so. Yeah. Right? You understand exactly yeah. what I'm telling you. Yeah, I completely understand. And you're just explaining, dude, that's crazy. Why would a small community of 6,000 voters have three different ballots? Why would they do that? Why won't you have one ballot the same? I mean, all of yeah, them. For, yeah, you know what? For 6,000, I mean, seriously, that's an extremely small number compared. Yes. Wow. Yeah, please, please send me that. Contact at UniteAmericaFirst.com. Okay. That's, that's your email. Then. Yes, sir. Contact at UniteAmericaFirst.com. Contact. Yes, sir. Okay. Contact at UAF.com. Yeah, UniteAmericaFirst.com. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah, it'll... It'll probably be on uh, Tuesday when everything's open again. Yeah, I'm very highly interested. See, this is exactly what the left. They, and you know what they say that there's no uh, fraud going on. There's no fraud going on. It's not happening here. But you just discovered it. That, why else would they do that for a, a county that only has six thousand people? I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm come on that too. But we're just getting together today. We every Sunday we get together and we all. At our ballots here, wanting to figure out three different people on there. Wow! And it just we had them all lined up there, and two of ours matched, and the other one was different. Wow! Then we got a hold of our representative, and we asked him about it. He pulled his up, and his is different from ours. That's and crazy. Well, now we got three different ones. I'm wondering how many more they got. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Well, hey, hey, Gerald, thank you so much for the call. Most definitely send me that email and call me on Tuesday. Yeah, I want to get copies of them to send them to you so you got proof. And Yeah, I love to share that. Yes, out. absolutely. Hey, and thank, thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm reached there. That's why I want you to have it. Awesome. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you bet. You right. have a good day. You too. Take care. Wow. Wow. All right, let's go to Steve from Florida. You there, Steve? Hello, this is Jose Jimenez. I want you to talk to Will Johnson, please. This is who? Jose Jimenez. Jose. I'm I'm an American astronaut with the United States Space Program. Okay, go. You're on with Will. Okay, Will. Okay. You're saying that we never went to the moon, and I'm telling you, I blasted off, and I went to the moon. <laughs> I even, I even wore, I even wore my crash helmet. Did Did you have a Did you have on Nikes when you were on the moon, or did you have on Adidas? Oh, they didn't have them back then. 
that was before. But I oh. wore my special space shoes. <laughs> I just want to let you know, we did go to the moon. My name is Jose Jimenez. Okay, Jose. I still question it. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for the call, Jose. Why do you question, why, why, why do you question it? I mean, it's right in front of you. So we should just believe everything they tell us when it's right in front of us, right? And never question it. Oh, one night I got blasted, and I swear I went straight to the moon. <laughs> was it? Was it? Was it the? Uh, did you get blasted from the pipe, or did you get blasted from the rocket? Oh, I got blasted from tequila. The and tequila. It was good. And I, <laughs> Where I woke up on the moon. Yeah, and you know and what? Hey, did it? I, did I, it have the worm? Did it have the worm? It was a space worm. It was yes, a space worm. worm. Yeah, I believe it. But yes. hey, but hey, thanks for the call. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Hey, if you don't agree with me, call me. Stop, stop harassing the people in my chat here. I can't even see it. I'm just assuming. I'm pretty sure there's some there. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling? You there, caller? You talking to me? I'm talking to you. Give me a name. Well, it's John from North Carolina. Hey, John from North Carolina. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Look, I'm a Republican, but these Republicans are not going to do anything with these Democrats because I have a... a because I feel that that whatever Democrats are doing, most of the Republicans are doing it too. That's why they're not going to tell them one another. You know what? That's that's one of the pet peeves that I have with the Republicans, because especially in the past, every time the Democrats would do something or the Democrats would get caught in such a big corruption scandal, for the most part, the Republicans wouldn't even do anything. Or, or, for example, when the Democrats was trying to push this sinister, demonic agenda onto the American people, the Republicans wouldn't say anything. They'd be like, oh, let, just let them do it. Let's just get along. Let them do their thing. And they're afraid. A lot of them don't have any backbone. And that would run all through me. And it still runs all through me, especially when you have these one like Mitt Romney. Mitten's Romney. Yeah, yeah you're right. And they, they, I, they should... They should get rid of all of them and put all new people in here because they've been in here too long. I agree. They have made careers out of destroying this country because they haven't done anything yep. really positive. So, well, hey, John, thank you so much for the call. I mean, I appreciate you. Thank you. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Sheila, and I'm calling from Williston, North Dakota. Hello, Sheila. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind? Um, I know this highly educated scientist, and he's a Christian, and he uses science to prove that the Bible is true. And he taught me how races of people came about. You know, everybody's always asking that question, how did we get different colors? Well, uh -huh. he taught me that how we got different colors was when Adam and Eve had children, and two of the children that got together if the two children had AB, AB blood, both of them, then you had a darker race. If two of the children got together that had AB and B blood, then you had medium color race and so on. Mm -hmm. and it all was 
and it all started from that. And that's how we got the different colors. Okay. So we all, there's one race. We all came from Adam and Eve. I agree. I think, I think, um, you know, personally, I think we all knew each other before we came to this planet. Well, I don't know about that. Well, look at, look, go, go, go back and read Genesis one more time. Start start in the beginning and read it one more time. When God talked about when he created, let us create man in our image. And then you have to ask yourself, what is God's image? Is it this flesh that we see? Hmm. Something to think about, right? Well, I don't, I, I don't believe that there was, there was man before God created him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go back and read in Genesis where God said, let us create man in our image. What is God's image? Exactly. But yep. that's how we got the different colors. Well, cool. It depended on the bloodline of the parents that yeah, got together. I can see that. I can see that. Like if there was a parent that had B blood and there was a parent that had A blood, mm-hmm. then you had a, a lighter colored race. Yep. I and can so see that's that. how the races came about. Well, awesome. Well, hey, thank you for so, the uh, the lesson. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to the next one here. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? You there, caller? Hello. Hello. What's Hello. your name? How you doing? Okay. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name, I'm, my name is Maria. I'm from Florida. Thank you for calling, Maria. What's on your mind? Um, I just want to talk about this um, stuff that the Democrat is doing. You know what? I'm sick of complaining about these people. I'm just going to go ahead and make my decision, which I already did. And um, like I said, when I called a while back, I, it's been a while since I called, but um, it is what's going on now. It is so crazy. I can't, I can't even believe it. Like, you know, they're just doing so many things and you know, I'm a Christian and they're just shutting down the Christian people like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what is the decision that you made? Tell us that. Well, my decision was my decision is to vote for Trump. I'm not trying to hear it. I'm <laughs> definitely not trying just, to hear it. <laughs> can, can, I, may I, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Go ahead. Are you a black woman? Yes. Can I play devil's advocate? Go ahead. How dare you be a black woman and leave the Democrat plantation? Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Boo <I don't, laughs> I've been left there. <laughs> okay. Well, how dare you be black and not support the Democrats? How dare you? What are you I, thinking? I are you are you selling out your people? Are you being a sellout? I mean, I that's what I uh, uh-uh. I'm playing devil's advocate here. I hear that all the time. <laughs> Right. I do too, because I had, I had my um one of my one of my family members was the closest one, my my older sister, and she was talking some stuff about what she heard over the news when Trump was having his press conference. The president was having his press conference, and when he asked the lady, the lady asked him uh, a really stupid question about dead people, about the people dying from the virus, and he said to her, "Don't ask me." Go ask China, and I freaked out. You should I, ask China. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and uh, so she was talking to me about that situation, and she was saying he's so rude. He ain't got no respect for the man or either woman. I said, "Honey, let me tell you something. If you want to be rude to that man right now, 
go ahead. But I'm telling you right now, you're going to get chewed out. Mm. So she got exactly what she deserved. She was like, uh-uh, you agree with that? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was freaking out over the phone. I said, you know what? You will get over it. When you know, I said, listen, this man been out here for a long time. You know, I know how long he's been out here. If you don't like the way he talk, if you don't like what he said out his mouth, just don't come at him at his place of living with that foolishness. Mm-hmm. You're going to ask a question, ask a question that's something that people want to hear. Yes. And no, so, so, she was, you know, mm-hmm. so, so let me ask you this before I let you go. The mm-hmm. Democrats, and I know you've seen the video with Charlemagne and uh, Vice President Biden, right? Yeah. When mm-hmm. he when he made the comment that black women are not going to leave the Democrat Party, what what mm-hmm. what, what 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 went through your mind? Did you hear that part first of all? And wh- oh, what yes. goes through I your mind it. when you do hear that? I heard it, and it sounds like the same stuff over and over. Joe Biden pool. He always saying racist stuff out of his mouth. That is his party. His party been doing this for years. They. They act like they try to be up under the cover, like they such a good people for black people. They are not for black people. They for themselves. Yeah. And it's nothing that Joe Biden can say or do can change my mind. And I hope it's a lot of more smart other people out there that understand, too. This is where we need to clean house. This yes. is where we need to move out the Nancy Pelosi and the Adam Schiff and all these crazy coons. Get them out the way and get some real conservatives in the not these weak conservatives thank they you literally oh they get on my nerves <laughs> thank you absolutely <laughs> well hey maria thank you so much for the call okay all, all right, right take care Bye-bye. absolutely wonderful absolutely wonderful and you you know you know the trolls that hear a black woman that is not on their plantation any longer that you know they, they probably like okay I can see a man leaving the Democrat plantation because, you know, in the past during the slavery days, the man would be the one always running anyways, right? At least that's how they always showed it. It's a man. The man would run. The women would stay. The man would run. They would always show the men running away. So they're, they're used to men running away from the Democrat plantation. But then when you have a woman doing it, oh my goodness, what is going on? We're doing something wrong, right? 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 Right. You should ask China. You should ask. You should ask. You should ask. You should ask. You should. You should. You should ask. You should ask. You should ask. You should. You should ask China. You should ask China. All right. Let's go back to it. Hello, caller. Where you calling from? Good evening, Will. Ramon from New Jersey. Hey, thanks for calling, Ramon. What's on your mind? Talk to me. First thing, Will, I'm watching you from Orbis. So, um, uh, so I, I'm so happy that uh, the new uh, social media that's uh, not censored. Well, thank you so much. No, oh, thank for, you for letting uh, me know you're watching your on program. there. Thank you for letting me know uh, that you're watching the, from there. What you got for me? So, um, real quick, uh, well, so um, for some reason, and it's not just white uh, liberals, a- AOC. Who's Latino? Did the Thank same you. thing. Thank you. At um, Al Sharpton's, uh, you know, um, church, whatever it's called, she did the same thing. 
Beto O'Rourke stealing Spanish names, and that's not his, Beto is not his name, and that's a Spanish name that we use um, as, a, as a shortcut, like Robert, we call him Beto, so that's not his real name. So, so how, I mean, Beto. so let me ask you this, how is it okay for him to adopt a, a Hispanic name when he's not even Hispanic, he's a white male, how is that? How was that not like insulting to the Hispanic or the, the Spanish community? It, it, it's not okay. It's not. I mean, okay. it's, yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. But, I, but I, some of these people that are left, and I could, I completely yeah. agree with you because I've had conversations yeah. with you know Hispanics on the left don't even have an issue with him calling himself that. I'm like, how's that not insulting? I agree. I don't know how that. I was not. It is. <laughs> it is very insulting. But I just want to just point out uh, that it's it's not the white only just the white people in the Democrat Party. Right. The Latinos are doing it too. It's not they, just the white. It's reason, not just the Latinos. It's just it's not just the the uh, the black people. It's not just the Asian people. Right. It's the it's the whole Democrat Party right. as a whole. Exactly. So it's just ingrained. It's ingrained in their uh, the fabric. Yes. That's what they do. It's just coming out more often now because for some reason they feel that they can do it. They go on black talk shows, they go on Spanish talk shows, and they feel that they got to pander to these, um, these groups. You don't have to do that. Just yeah. put your positions, put your policies. That's all you need to do. You don't have to grandstand for us. You don't have to you know, pretend you're something you're not. Because you know what? Believe me, let's uh, I was going to say, you know what? You're right. And that's that's the reason why Trump is doing so well in the black community, exactly. in the Hispanic community, in the white community, exactly. in the Asian community. That's the reason why he's doing so well for Americans, because he's just like, look, he's just doing what he can for America. And if you love this country, exactly. then you get the benefit from it. I mean, it's crazy. So exactly. Exactly. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, I really, really appreciate all that you're doing. You're, you're one of my favorite independent broadcasters. No, right? thank, thank you so you much. Again. Thank you so much. Thanks for the call. Take care. All right, let's go. Then we look at we have uh, Robin from Missouri. Is that right? Mississippi. Mississippi. Thank you for calling, Robin. What's on your mind? Talk to me. Well, I heard that lady call in earlier talking about her grandchildren. Yes. And I have three biracial children myself. And I have nine grandchildren that are extremely mixed. And I mean... You just wouldn't believe. Russian, Korean, I have it all. The one thing I want you to do, and I want Jamal and Jay and everybody to start praying for the kids that are in these Democrat homes. My granddaughter, who is white, is crying because she doesn't want to be white. What? She said, but I'm black inside. Grandma, I'm black inside, though. I'm not white. White people are mean. They're terrible and they're racist. She's four years old. She's three. Four. She's four years old and an indoctrination already. That You know what? It, that, that, it is sickening. It is sickening. She came, she came, out, she came out all white from two biracial parents. But she came out all white, blue eyes, everything. It's it's unbelievable because she actually gets tired of people asking her if that's her real mom. I mean, she'll tell you that's my mom as soon as we walk into a room because she doesn't even want anybody asking her. 
But at the same time, the other day, I was sitting there with her, and she was like, but I'm black. And I was like, well, you're mixed. You're, you know, part black and part white. And she mm-hmm. started bawling, saying she did not want to be that. Wow, that's sad. You know what? My my mom, I love my mom, but my mom is a, a dark my mom is a dark chocolate color and my sis, I have a sister, I have two sisters actually. And uh, I'm the oldest of the three. And my sister, my oldest sister is, uh, she's, she's a lot lighter than I am in complexion. And my youngest sister is the same complexion that I'm, that I am. And I remember my mom telling me when we were younger, uh, when we were just babies, people used to ask my mom, whose babies are she babysitting because the complexion right, was so off all the time. They're like, is that your babysitter? Yeah. It's so They're off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. You know what? But, and you know what it is because people are stuck on color. People are stuck on it. Well, I mean, in the eighties, I thought I was one of these people that was going to make a difference by making everybody all one race. And let me tell you the size of my family, I've done a damn good job of it. <laughs> at the same time. You know, I did it because I I only know one thing. God does not allow hate in heaven. So if you have hatred for anybody, what, what color, you know, whatever you dislike about people, I don't care who you are or what your problem is. He doesn't allow hatred through the gates of heaven. And when I first moved to Mississippi, I joined, which I like your name, United America First, because one of the things when I first moved to Mississippi was Mission Mississippi. Um, was trying to unite the black and white churches. Because mm. when I moved here, there are black salons, white salons, black churches, white churches. There was no going back and forth. And I, this is in the you know 90s. And so I got together with, with a bunch of people who were trying to unite the churches so we would go visit each other's churches. Because when I first got here with three black children, I was shunned from every church I went into. Really? And I mean, they don't greet me at the door like they greeted everybody else. That's crazy. They didn't invite us in. They didn't invite us back. I heard the whispers go all across the place. And, I mean, it was just, um, I thought I had gone into a time warp because I'm from D.C. originally. And, you know, that's just not the way it is there. Everybody's mm. something else. You, yeah. know, you, you never live in a neighborhood that has all one race. Yeah. So while it's become more diverse here and things have changed here, it's still, you know, but we still got along until Obama came in office. And then oh sudden, yeah, and you know what? And I always talk been, about I always talk about that. Obama only took him two thousand nine hundred and twenty-two days to just about reverse everything MLK did. That's it. Well, I'm here to tell you that my daughter's getting picked on every day at work, no matter what job she's gone to. She's been picked on. She's been hit, physically hit. And then the girl who hit her called the police and said that she hit her and had to admit before the police officer that she was lying by the end of it because they were about to take my daughter away. And he said, are you sure she hit you? My daughter has never hit anybody. She is on fire for God. She is actually uh, going and, and recording Christian records. I mean, she she would never hurt anybody. And for people wow. to be attacking her like this at work you know what? is just crazy because you- I don't know. Black Lives Matter. You yeah, know, yeah, get yeah. People out of your place of I'm sorry. Yeah, you at, know, at what, no matter what color. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry that happened to your daughter, but I, I have to, I hate to say this because uh, Satan knows that his time is short. He, it's gonna, it's gonna increase. So, 
Well, hey, Robin, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Well, thank you so much. But please pray for the children, please. Mm-hmm. I, I know you all are powerful because you all have really done a lot of great things. And I hope that, that, that God will hear all of our prayers. Absolutely. He did in 2016. We got to keep going at it. Take care. Yep. All right. Let's keep going here. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Lori. I'm calling from Long Island. Thank you, Lori, for the, from the, for the call. Uh, talk to me. Hi. What's on your mind? Um, um, I just wanted to thank you so much, you and Jamal and, you know, the four Jays. You're doing a great job. And that's what I wanted to say. That's it? Sorry. <laughs> um, um, well, really, with this thing with the Democrats, how they want everybody to hate themselves and to be embarrassed by who they are. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting to me. It should be. It should be to everybody. So, well, hey, Lori. I mean, we should. All right, take care. Okay, take care. All right, let's go to the next one here. Hello, call it. What's your name and where you calling? Talking to me. Talking to you. What's your name? Where you calling from? Uh, Jerry from West Virginia. Hello, Jerry. Thanks for the call. What's going on? What's on your mind? I just want to clear something up with the whole black and white thing. And okay, go for it. I was taught this in I was taught I was taught this in second grade. An Indian showed up out, uh, in the auditorium on stage, and he always was considered a redskin. He held up a red piece of paper, and he held it up next to his skin. And he says, is that the color of my skin? And everybody in the school says no. And then he asks, how many people here are white? And the majority of everybody in, in school raised their hand. And then how many are black? And the majority raised their hand, not all of them, and not all the whites. But what he did was is he held up a piece of white piece of paper, and he said, how many people here skin is this color? And nobody raised their hand. And then he held up a black piece of paper, and he said, how many people here are are?" this color and none of them raised their hand so my, my thing to that is is even though I'm considered white my skin isn't white and even somebody that's black you help you hold up a piece of black piece of paper to your skin mm-hmm. and that doesn't make you black that's true, but I have so, I have to I have to say this though, I've met some really really black people that's really black. <laughs> not that not that there's well, anything wrong uh, with it. I'm just saying I've met some people who's been straight up black. So I mean, well, it's not to say I, this I happened. I met a couple people. I met a couple people in my life that that are 
completely white. Yeah, I have too. I mean, I have too. <laughs> and I've, I've met some that are completely yellow and some that are completely tan. The, my thing is, but, my thing is, God created all of these wonderful colors. That's what that's what it should come down to. We shouldn't people people are so stuck on color, you know. And my buddy uh, Jermaine go color 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 color. But people are so stuck on color. They put one color. They give or they give one color authority or support superiority. I can't get it out over another. They 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 say this color is more validated than this other color. And, and I don't know why they constantly do that. And it's because it, it, I truly believe why well, I, the reason why they, I believe they do it is because Satan uses that to divide us. Yeah. I just, I, I just think it's BS. Because it is. It, uh, it is. Uh, I mean, everybody's created equal. True. And everybody is, is, is fucking well, died for our flag. And well, and, I and mean, well, be, uh, highly, highly respected. I, I think everyone is created equal as far as the freedoms we have and us to have to be able to pursue those freedoms. Now, we're not we're all not created equal because some people can play the guitar. I can't. I wish I could. Yeah. Some yeah, people yeah. some people I, can I, I, jump I, I, really I, high and dunk that. a 10 foot uh, 10 foot go. I can't. I wish I could. So we're not all created the <laughs> same. Let me say it that way. But but yeah, we all have I think we all have different talents. So we're not. You know, but I, I get what you're. I get what you're saying. We're 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 created equal in God's eyes, and God just created all of us, and we all should just recognize that we're loved by God. But because of Satan, his yeah. agenda, he uses everything to divide us. So, well, hey, thanks, thank you for the call. I'll let you go. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm 52, and and I was taught that in second grade, and yeah, and it just uh, it just baffles me to this day. Yeah, I hear you. But hey, thank day. you for the call, Jerry. Take care. Hey. Have, have, have a good day. You too. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, I'm Tina from North Carolina. Hello, Tina from North Carolina. What's on your mind? Talk to me. Well, you know, I have a lot of conversations. I have friends who are on the Democratic side, and, you know, we've had, I've tried to have conversations. But I think the biggest thing for me, being I'm on neither side and have never been into politics, the thing that caught my attention with all this, because I remember all the way back to when Reagan ran. And, you know, I was still a little small child, but remember, you know, all the elections. But the thing that caught my attention with this one was so much of the discontent that the other side had for our now president. So I started paying more attention to what was going on. And now seeing from day one them trying to impeach him and watching the impeachment process, and the blatant lies and the unfairness of those, that's what caught my attention. And I don't understand when you try to have a conversation with someone, hey, why do you feel this way about this president? Because in all factuality, they all lie. They have all been deceitful. I don't like politicians anyway. You know, what sets him apart from them, if that's your argument that he's a liar or he don't like women or he's racist, Show me where. Where yeah. is he set apart from those different ones? Yeah, you know what? I and when I go when I go out and I talk to various people when I you know when we're able to go out into different rallies and stuff, I ask that very same question, and a lot of them just say, "Dude, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention." And I said, "Well, okay, since I'm yeah. not paying attention, won't you enlighten me?" 
bring me up to speed so I'll know exactly what you're talking about. And they said, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. And they don't. And I, then I go, I said, well, well tell me. Then, be, well, they don't have anything. And it's the same thing every single time. And they go, and then they go like this. Yep. Well, there's so much, I don't know where to begin. I said, well, just let's start with one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just start with exactly. one. Exactly. Let's go with one. He's racist. Okay, and, how? <laughs> so... And I think the discontent on that side comes from they can't buy him. He he, he has all the money in the world, so they, exactly. they can't buy him. Exactly. They can't lobby him to get the vote that they want. So, therefore, they don't like him. He closed the border. Every president I've ever seen run said they were going to close the southern border. Well, why don't they want the southern border closed? You think of human trafficking, drug cartel, all of them have a hand in the pot, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Or that's the possibility. So, you got that into play. And I think the, the biggest problem that we're running into with you know, on y'all's side is, you know, them calling this, they're trying to push black against white, I guess you could say, is I think they're trying to make it a race thing. They, that's what they want. They need that. Now that white, it's not so much that now whites are racist. They want now blacks to be racist against white people. Well, you know I what? worked at a historical black college and I was a police officer. That was never, I, don't get me wrong. I had some issues, you know, when I first come in here, mm-hmm. I am a white, you know, female coming into a black historical college. People coming from D.C., Philly, very rough neighborhoods. You know, they had terrible run-ins with police officers. I get it. Not every officer's, you know, jolly green giant coming across. Don't do. They're still human. They're still human. They all make, police officers make mistakes, too. But we had conversation. We had conversations. And we learned from each other. There's things Mm -hmm. that I learned that I didn't know. There's things from me that they learned. And I think that's, that's what we need to do. It's fear. From the conversations that I had, is fear, and if you don't talk about it, change isn't going to happen. And exactly. I think trying to push fear into black people, exactly. to make them racist against white people, exactly. and that's what they want. They want us to be divided. Yeah. And so no let, let me, for, let me, we're all the, like you said. I was going to say. Let me ask. You, let me let me make one statement. Then I'm going to ask you a question. So as far as uh, them wanting black people to be afraid and they're saying that black people want are not not afraid but racist i've had conversation with a lot of black people and they said black people can't be racist because they've been oppressed which is completely idiotic. i mean the only people that's oppressing black people are other black people are they oppressing themselves my question to you though is um i was in california recently um and when I was there, the police officers got orders from Gavin Grusom Newsom, the Democrat governor there, that no one can be on public state taxpayer uh, funded premises, you know, talking about the state capitol. Well, the right. police officers were there and they were removing people from the state capitol grounds, basically removing our first amendment rights to freedom to assemble. And on top of that, my question to you is that I noticed that some of them were not wearing the American flag and some of them were wearing the American flag, the patch. And I was making a statement to yeah, them. I say, and I said, do you think, do you that think it's valid for you to take that American flag off? Because the American flag represents the freedoms that you're taking away from us. And I said, put it back on later. But while you're doing this, while you're taking our freedoms off, don't you think it's appropriate? And that's my question to you. Do you think it would have been appropriate for them to remove the flag while they're taking our freedoms away? 
I said, I think it was appropriate for them to follow the order to begin with. I agree to that too. And, but, it, but, but, you know, but as far as, you know, then we're in the, I think, yeah, if they were felt that they had to follow that order under their whatever reason, then yeah, they should have taken the American flag off. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Mine too. You know, I was, I was in law enforcement for 10 years and, you know, our first, our first duty was to protect and serve, not to, you know, take anybody's, my, my way of policing was a lot different. I didn't want to go in to, take somebody to jail. I gave every, every human being ample way out, if possible, of not going to jail or receiving a ticket. Mm-hmm. That was just my way of doing things. But, you know, that our taxpayer dollars pay for that prob- that property. If they had a issue where people were getting hurt, you know, or, you know, the building was being destroyed, you know, things like that, yeah, then I could see that happening. But just because they didn't want them there, to remove them under the, even under the circumstances of a pandemic, we still had a right to choose to be there or not. Right. Is right. my point of view on it. And like, and what you said about, you know, uh, black folks suppressing themselves, mm-hmm. the biggest racism I've ever seen against black people were from other black people yes. who were in a higher I, power yes. to, that could help them. And they didn't. Yes. I know this from firsthand. You are absolutely correct. I seen and I the, the one of the persons that I work with who was um black as well. I told I said y'all's ancestors have to be rolling over in their graves oh my goodness, for everything yes. they bled and died for to get out there to get y'all where y'all are today for you know y'all to be able to go to college and to you know be in politics and you know now we were at that point getting ready to have, you know Obama was running for it to be in that position and they treat these kids the way they're being treated right now i, I said it, i was crying i said it is ridiculous that they now are in the position they are to help y'all and they're not doing it yep 100 percent, 100 percent. hey i want to thank you so much for the call thanks well i appreciate everything you do um I'll, hopefully i'll be able to support you here soon god bless you god bless you take care all right Thank you, everyone, for participating, and thank you for being brave enough to hit that share button. If you're on Facebook, could you do me a favor? I ask this all the time, and I ask this because some people haven't heard it. Please, if you're on Facebook right now, could you go over to YouTube, type in Unite America First, and you'll see my star logo. Can you subscribe to my channel and hit and ring my bell? If you're on YouTube, can you ring my bell? Can you ring my bell? Please. Subscribe and ring my bell. And I want to say thank you to Barbara again. Thank you so much for the donations. Thank you so much. And on D Live, for those of you that don't know, D Live has there's a platform. It's DLive.tv forward slash UAFN. Forward slash dot TV forward slash UAFN. You can make pennies while you're watching video content. This video right now is streaming on there. And also uh, we're streaming live on um, range broadcasting and for the first time streaming live my broadcast on Orbis. I want to thank everyone over there on Orbis, Orbis.net, O-R-B-Y-S.net. Thank you for participating. And again, thank you for all the blessings. Be on tomorrow night, Monday night. Have a wonderful, blessed Memorial Day. See you tomorrow. This is Will Johnson here. Thank you for listening. Please head on over to UniteAmericaFirst.com and support me today. I am listener supported. God bless. 
You know, if you work for a company for years before COVID came along and they let you go, you might have left some treasure behind. Your old 401 or IRA could be worth thousands and it's still working for the firm, not you. So if you're a bit uncertain about what the future holds right now, you should call the team at Noble Gold, 877-646-5347. And if that's not incentive enough, with each qualified IRA, you'll get a solid silver five-ounce Apollo coin free. So it's worth jumping on the phone right now and calling 877-646-5347. That is 877-646-5347. 